I don't know anything about Angola, but Angola's in trouble. Kobe passed me the ball, and I shot a three. And Phil didn't want me to shoot the three. I heard him. We're going to game seven, baby. Game seven. Game seven. Right. It's still playing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm uh, not good at this. <laughs> it was good for a while. I did so good until like the you last were doing great. second. And then it was like, oh, yeah. We let an idiot, <laughs> <laughs> we let an idiot be in control. Uh, hey. <laughs> good start to the podcast. Yeah, it was good. Mm. I liked it. Yeah. Good work, Tech Kyle. <laughs> I'm not talented. <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. Um, That's fine. It was funny. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm excited about today. I am too. I'm I'm excited to relive one of my worst moments as a Pacers fan. Yeah. Yeah. You're directly connected to it, dude. Yeah. This is great. Well, the, when this happened, I was uh, it was the night before I was in a high school wrestling meet, and I cut the most weight I did all season. I was I was 110 pounds and five foot nine. Oh shit! Jesus. It was yeah. It was disgusting. Uh, <laughs> you look like dude. I looked like an alien. <laughs> my eyes were like. My eyes looked bigger because my face had sunken in and I was just like, I looked like I was made out of like connector sets. Like I was, you could see where my joints were. It was How disgusting. How old were you? Uh, 15? Dude, yeah. it was great. That's anyway, I'm t- that, I mean, I'm just bragging about how I became a varsity athlete at 15. <laughs> uh, at 110 pounds. Yeah, Who dude. There? <laughs> no other adults weighed that much. Well, no, but I was It was a kid. just you and like six great girls in this league. <laughs> Look, I was shaped like a small Osama bin Laden, and it was pretty cool. Oh, my gosh. Jesus Christ. No, that's his thing. He's like six <laughs> foot eight and weighs 119 pounds. That's crazy. Yeah. He's got the Brendan Ingram body. Mm, yeah. That's All right, that would have been a better one. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, um, I was yeah, like. I like that it's either, those are the two choices, Osama Bin Laden or Brandon Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Either one of that's, them could play small forward for the Lakers. Jalen Rose's draft comp for <laughs> Brandon Ingram. <laughs> and I got Osama Bin Laden going 16. <laughs> no, this is much more serious yeah. than that. Well, no, it was, I was like, I hadn't eaten much for a couple of days and I was like real woozy and I was watching that game and I remember like seeing it and thinking like, I might be hallucinating right now. Like, this is the craziest thing ever. It was, of course, Malice in the Palace. uh, And yeah, Ron Artest and Steven Jackson went into the stands and were fighing with fans. It's amazing. I I specifically remember much like... (laughs) 
I feel like this is the NBA's 9-11. Mm-hmm. Like, you oh, remember sure. where you were when Malice yeah, at the Palace happened. Sure. Yeah. I I remember I saw it. My sister, who was nine years old at the time, I made her watch it with me, like, all morning, like, on SportsCenter the next day. Because yeah. I didn't even see it until the next day. Yeah. Damn. And so we just watched, like, coverage on it all morning. Uh, yeah, and it's one of those, like, it's pre-Twitter, pre-Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like... If you didn't see it when it happened, you woke up and that was the first thing. There was no You didn't see yeah. any other news. Yeah. yeah. If you were like if you watched Sports Center every morning like a lot of people I know did when they were in high school or junior high. Yeah, yeah that was Or adulthood. Or adulthood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're never too old to wake up and watch the not top ten. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh what about you? Do you remember where you were, Cleveland? Um, when the world stopped turning? I think I was just in my room. Like watching it, just high. <laughs> no, I was. No, I wasn't smoking yet. It yeah. was twenty. It was two thousand four. Yeah, we were. So yeah, two thousand four in November. So I wasn't wasn't smoking quite that yet. You waited till December. Yeah, I waited till December uh, to start smoking. But I just remember looking at it and being like, "This is really, really strange." And then I kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I just like it, the way it played out. It all it was surreal. So when you you couldn't really process it. Yeah, I assumed it was going to be so much worse. I was like, I think Indiana might like lose their franchise. Like, yeah, I assumed like, the fallout because I. So never you seen are it. a Pacers fan. I mean, so this yeah. is like, have you been a Pacers fan like your whole life? I was a Pacers fan since I was like ten years old. Uh, my dad took me to a game and they were playing the Nets. It was that Jason Kidd team, like Jason Kidd, Kerry Kenyon, Kittles, Kenyon Martin. Yeah, yeah, all those dudes. It was awesome. And uh, I loved Kenyon Martin. Yeah. Well, I was a Cincinnati guy, so when I went, I wow. originally was like, "Oh, Kenyon Martin's going to be awesome." And then uh, I like I, Reggie Miller just had an insane game, and I was like, "Nope, that's my team." Oh yeah, yeah. But th- that was then the low light because later that season, I went to go see them, and it was like, "Oh, sweet, thirty-five minutes of Fred Jones." Yeah. Like I was sure that my my team was done for a long time. <laughs> They're so good, though, like to, I guess, because, I mean, this is, like, legitimately the two best teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Getting in an all-out brawl that, like, basically ruined some franchises. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Detroit was the defending champs. Yeah. uh, And they had beaten that insane uh, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Shaq, Kobe Bryant, Lakers team. Yeah, you know how there were no super teams before LeBron? Yeah. Yeah. You remember that, always existed. Crazy. Yeah, well, and the Pacers were coming off 61 wins. They were really young. They were really good. And they added Steven Jackson, so yeah, they, they were added even better. Ste- yeah, and, like, there, like I remember going into that, the, like, the talk in the offseason was, like, Ron Artest can play offense now. Like, he's always been a defensive well, guy. So going into the game, he's averaging, like, 25, 24 points a game, I think. Yeah. Like, in this, he's also getting, like, assists, rebounds, like, seven rebounds a game. He looks so good. And he plays better defense than probably everyone in the league. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. this is like a legit like. If you had to compare him to someone now, you'd be like he's kind of like Kawhi, I guess. Yeah. 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 I mean, you could say like he had a Kawhi year. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, he, yeah, he was Defensive Player of the Year. Which is I don't know. It's like it's so nuts to think because that's not how what you think of him at all now for that. And no. I, this is a huge reason why. Yeah. yeah. Like this is a huge reason why you like don't think because he's such a like a lovable goofball and I think this like forever like oh yeah he's like one of the sweetest people. Uh, what was the story you said about him whenever he first moved to L.A.? Earlier? When he first moved to L.A., I think he posted on like Twitter or Instagram 
uh, he's like, hey, what's fun to do in L.A. this weekend? Mm-hmm. And uh, some, like, old Vietnamese mom posted, like, you can come have dinner at my house. <laughs> and, you know, it was a joke. And then he showed up at her house and had dinner with her. And he's been oh doing God. it, like, once a month for, like, years now. <laughs> Holy shit. That's amazing yeah that's crazy he like goes over there and the kids are like making fun of him and having a good like and he's like taking it and being player it's so endearing that's crazy yeah he's one of he's one of the most likable players yeah in nba history and he's a dude who has like a super rough upbringing oh yeah yeah like uh he was the one who said he like saw someone get shot when he was playing pickup basketball yeah he's from queens right yeah that should happen in the 90s or 80s and 90s it was like constant yeah. People getting shot at the basketball court. So, like, he's a dude who had a rough go of it, but clearly, like, at his core, it's like, yeah, I want to be a good person. I was just mm-hmm. around fucked up circumstances. Yeah. And, I mean, he's like, there is no leader of this team either because, like, yeah. this is – So, Reggie Miller's still on the team. He's in his last year. Mm-hmm. What we don't know is going to be his last year. But he didn't announce it yet. Yeah. He said that he knew going into the year that yeah. this it was going to be his last year. But I, I think that's an easy thing to say after Malice at the Palace. You think so? You think he would? He didn't announce it before then. There was some yeah, talk about he it. Really, he was thinking. It. He said he was going to announce it the two games after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't want to say it like at the beginning of the season because like that team did have a chance to win it. Man, because it, it's Jermaine O'Neal too, and this is like peak Jermaine O'Neal. Oh yeah. man, he was who so nasty. is like. Yeah. I mean, they—they they were an awesome defensive yeah, team. team. Was, like, I mean, Ron Artest, Stephen Jackson, like this is all Jermaine like O'Neal, peak then. At that point, if you brought up like who were the best big men in the league, you were like, well, it's Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, and then probably Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. 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 It's kind of nuts because he was kind of just a scrub, like the last you saw him. There's in the um, NBA. there's a really cool interview with Scottie Pippen. Where they ask him while well, he's on that Trailblazers team where Jermaine O'Neal was riding the bench, and they ask him, you know, like, what do you think of this team? He's like, man, we're really good. And honestly, I think our most talented guy is riding the bench right now. Uh, and he and Jermaine O'Neal has like maintained for years, like, yeah, he was talking about me. I was killing people in practice. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Who was the starting big at that time? Um, it might have been Arvidas Sabonis. Like, it was someone pretty good. Mm. Yeah, but it was it like old. Like Ooh, yeah, I mean, Arvita Sabonis was always old. That dude I, came into the league old. Yeah, I, I didn't know that his uh, that his father played for them too, because his son plays for them now. His son plays for no. This that, that was the Trailblazers team. Oh, Sabonis gotcha, was on. Gotcha. O'Neal was riding the bench behind them before oh, the Pacers picked him up. No, that oh, I would have loved that. Yeah, that would have been crazy. <laughs> That's where he goes to just like follow in Rick Schmidt's shadow. <laughs> <laughs> a huge shadow to be fair yeah a lot of shade back there he's got one of the great dunks of all time yeah uh, does he live on like a farm in indiana or something yeah now? he is the worst ironic jersey dudes who wear rick smith's jerseys is like mm. isn't this funny are always a piece of shit oh mm. i just always think they look exactly like rick smith's like yeah yeah, yeah you're not cool either it's <laughs> always either like a really country white dude or like a frat boy who is drunk those are the only dudes who wear rick smith's jerseys rick smith's yeah it's it's not good, nah. but this is like a great Pacers team. Like this is exciting, oh, mm-hmm. and they could be good for the foreseeable future. Because yeah. like every single one of these guys is young mm-hmm. and like playing at their best. Like they and they won sixty one games going into this season. Yeah, and you got to imagine the team like this was also probably going to pick up one more pretty good player. Yeah, in, yeah, like yeah at on the a trade buyout deadline. or at the deadline. Yeah, it's a, it would have been a destination where you're like if you go here, you're con- going to compete for a title. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I mean, this is like 
a super solid team, and they're playing the defending champs, and they're kind of beating the shit out of them. They are. They're whooping them, and they're uh, on a depleted roster. Yeah, that they night, got, they, they they were missing. They were missing Reggie Miller. Uh, Anthony Johnson, who was their backup, he was like their third guard. He was you know, actually having a good season. You know who else they were missing? Do drugs, kids. Scott Pollard, <laughs> yep. <laughs> he was a very good big man. He got a lot yeah. of minutes. Yeah, he was pretty solid. <laughs> That's, oh, man. Scott Pollard. Another fun. time. <laughs> another time we've got it. We'll, we'll do an episode about that. He might be the only <laughs> dude to have gone through the NBA that I was like, oh, this dude looks like he could be like, the like a backup bass player for Everclear, yeah, like of that look, or like the lead singer of Static X, <laughs> like he just <laughs> takes over for him. It would have never surprised me if like Scott Pollard, like after his like retirement, was just like, and now I am the bassist of Power Man Five Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> he just was so you guys know he was on a season of Survivor. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It wasn't, we got to do an episode. It wasn't him. even like, uh, this is celebrity Survivor. Yeah. It was like, this is regular <laughs> ass Survivor. <laughs> this is who we can get Survivor. <laughs> we got you and also two people who we think will try and have sex on this island. <laughs> so do something weird, man. Uh, I love it. But so this is a super solid Pacers team. Yeah. <laughs> and they're beating the defending champs that are arguably better than what they were the year before, too. Yeah. Like that this is Rip Chauncey Hamilton, Billups, Rip Chauncey Billups, yeah. Rashid, Ben Wallace. Ben, oh, yeah. And this is like Ben Wallace is like ben the Wallace best defender a, in the league. Yeah, he was a freak. He was awesome. He was because yeah. he was he like. Did not play like that on the Bulls. No. no. Yeah, the Cavs and the Bulls both got let down. But he was what, like 6'5 and the best defensive center? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like every yeah. time someone mentions his height, he gets an inch shorter. So, like he's one of those guys. I can't yeah. wait to be an or old, old like, man and be like, <laughs> yeah. Ben Wallace was three foot one. <laughs> he was legally a midget. Yeah. <laughs> Can we say midget? Yeah. No. It's the future, no. so that word has come <laughs> back around to where it is now the acceptable medical term. Small person. <laughs> These things go in trends. This little person. Uh, little yeah. person. <laughs> Take a take a lap. Take Have a I lap. ever told you guys the story? <laughs> Yo, while Kyle's like taking his walk of shame, uh, <laughs> did I ever tell you about? Um, I found a family uh, like an album, uh, and it went like a generation back, and there was a f- like a family of little people <laughs> yeah. who were in a traveling circus, and all their names were like. Captain Thumb and like the what? little businessman. What? And I showed it to my grandma and I swear to God, she was like, Oh, we don't talk about them. What? <laughs> Who are they? Whoa, your grandma's way worse than I am. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sad for them. Who are they? They don't I don't know. They're they're, so, they're in a but they're in like a photo album, like a family photo album, so Damn. The little businessman just like <laughs> never mind. I'm not That's his name. That was his name. Say Maybe something about my estranged family members. People that old like society didn't know how to value. Let's hear about it, Kyle. What do you got to say? He was just like <laughs> in a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He couldn't not say it. He couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you another laugh? I saw it spill out of you. He was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like you're on our test. I just got it in my eyes. I can't stop. Yeah. Can't stop. 
little break. <laughs> we might have a malice at the palace here. I gotta be quiet. <laughs> uh, it was it. <laughs> anyway, back to malice at the palace. Yeah. It was like a chippy game too. Yeah, because they said that. Uh, <laughs> I like how we go right back. In <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. Just go usual. right back in. Yeah. But yeah, they said that uh, Ron Artest and Ben Wallace did not like each other. So yeah. They, and they no. would constantly just kind of get into it. And there was like a super hard foul. I don't remember if it was Ron Artest that made the foul or had, or got fouled. I think it was Ron Artest. In game six of the, uh, of the Eastern Conference Finals the year before. And that's what like, they were like, I want to get back at him for that. So mm-hmm. then like Rip Hamilton elbowed uh, Tinsley. Is that right? In the yeah. back? Mm-hmm. He elbowed him in the back, which should have been like a flagrant foul. Like nothing, nothing was called. Like the biggest thing I think too that like keeps going throughout the story is just like there's literally no control. There's no security. The refs are doing a terrible job. Yeah, they're completely swallowing their whistles yeah. early in the season. And like maybe the best ref on uh, on the court <laughs> later Donaghy. goes to prison. <laughs> yeah. So because yeah, I think what Reggie Miller said that. To get them pumped for the game, he was like, if we can beat them, we can beat L.A. Yeah, like we can win it. If we win this, we're going to win a title. Exactly, because they felt that they were so close before. Mm -hmm. So they were taking the game super seriously. Um, Yeah. And I guess all that that attitude, it just made everything spill over. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and like, yeah, the Pacers were winning that game. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Also, uh, a lot of people have said, uh, was it Corliss Williamson? Uh, on the, he was a bench big on for uh, uh, the Pistons, was talking a ton of trash and was kind of known as a guy who would, like, if he said, like, yo, I'm going to elbow you later, he would do that. Oh and God. he was telling Steven Jackson, I'm going to kill you. Damn. Uh, Derek Coleman said that. Oh, to yeah, him it was too. Derek Coleman. It was Derek That's Coleman. Who it was. Yeah. yeah. It was Derek Coleman. Yeah. Uh, he's said. Uh, he said, I'll kill you. Kill you. <laughs> it was like the direct quote or something like that. Yeah. And there was like people that were like not even they were like had to do with the radio that like pulled that. Like it had nothing to do with like players hearsay. Like it was like literally like a third party. Yeah, so like there's like, audio. You can hear it. it like loud as day. Damn. He just says, I will kill you. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Man, I like how they talk about guys like, you know, Tim Duncan, he gets in your head. He, like, really messes with you, and he plays mind games. And uh, Derek Coleman just threatens to kill you. Yeah, he just threatens a felony, <laughs> which is pretty cool. <laughs> it's a brave move. I like it. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, well, right before this play, so what, this happens, like, 57 seconds left in the game? Yeah. Uh, like at like one twenty five left in the fourth, there's another hard foul that goes the other way though. It was like Ben Wallace threw Ron Artest into the like goalpost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gives him a shove, and there's no like real call or like they kind of just separate them. Yeah, I think at that point they it was like this game's over. Uh, you know we're just gonna get out of here, and these are like star players in the NBA. We don't want to mm-hmm. put a tech on them or toss them just like early in the season. But, but they should have. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, they really should have. Yeah, they were going at it. I'm I'm pretty like against technical fouls too. Like I think like the amount of technical fouls right now is like fucking ridiculous. But mm-hmm. I mean like this is this is not a good like they didn't they didn't stop anything. No, from they didn't happening. do their job at all on this one. And 
the like the second foul when they get into that shoving match, it should have been immediately like everyone back to your benches, back to your sides. Because there's a moment when it's over. Yeah, there's they, a moment when yeah. it's over. So they, what happens is, uh, so Ben Wallace basically goes to the hoop, gets by his defender, and then Ron Artest basically tackles him from behind. Yeah. Of. I mean, is that what you would say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he like he's a big dude, and yeah. he just like kind of just hop, hopped on him. Yeah, he got right on his back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Wallace goes up and just like shoves him in the head, like in so the, hard in the mm-hmm. neck and chin. Yeah, just, like, yeah. All of his arm. Like, he his threw him back like huge. ten feet. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see any of the stuff about like Ben Wallace's brother being there? Was it? Yeah. So his brother David Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they said he that threw he some punches. Yeah, he said they said like he was on the floor throwing some punches. Really? Yeah, he was punching people. Yeah. Damn. And not fans. That's crazy. I was just laughing because his name was David Wallace. Yeah, like, it's a pretty. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, ben Wallace is a British ass name. It is amazing that that is not a British man's name. Yeah. Yes, a British ass name. <laughs> For a British ass man. As a as a Pistons fan, I'm curious. Did any of any part of you, even though it was an awful event for your team, was any part of you like, yeah, our team is tough? Did it make you feel like? I mean, I did like that it was like Tremaine o- O'Neal throws a punch that is mm-hmm. insane, and I I kind of did like I was like. All right, if shit's going bad, these guys are like in the trenches with each other. Yeah, it was, we're like getting in the car, getting ready to go down there. Yeah, it driving was driving to Detroit. Well, it was kind of <laughs> like to a fight l- with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my way. Uh, yeah, I, I put like I don't wait up, mom. Uh, if I come back with blood on my jersey, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't say anything. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I <laughs> the boys need me. I enlisted in the Indiana Army that invaded Auburn Hills. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far of a drive. How far is that drive? No, that's like a six-hour drive, right? Yeah, but you could have made it there before before the sun went down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or before it came up. No, I had a wrestling match the next day. Oh, yeah, that's true. You yeah. were probably tired from losing all that weight. <laughs> it was a big thing for you. <laughs> uh, it was so. It was like a live by the sword, die by the sword moment, though, because yes, you were yeah. like, yeah, they're a tough physical team. Yeah, they don't take any exactly. shit, and then that's what they do. Yeah. If they, I don't know. I guess if it was if it was team one team, it would be a little easier to stomach than like with just the fans. It became savagery. Just yeah. it was. It's yeah. It's a human being watching human beings behave like that. Is it's pretty gross because it's like yeah. it is the thing that you see every time you go to a fucking. Every time you go to a game, and I, I like going to games, but, like, anything, football, baseball, basketball, like, it's always the same. You end up sitting right behind some, like, drunk dipshit who's mm. just like, hey, you fucking suck. Yeah. yeah. Hey, 22, yeah. you fucking suck, like, yeah. just the whole time. And you're just like, I don't, like, that's the part of sports that I'm always just like, yeah. I fucking hate this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate this. I went to a Bulls game and they were playing the Thunder and it was in the, when they had Russ and Kevin Durant and there was a guy sitting behind me and every time Russell Westbrook was on our side of the floor, he'd he'd shout something, Westbrook, you suck. I I fucked your mom or something. It's never anything it's, like and well, intelligent. He would, he would shout that and then behind me I could hear him go, 
Westbrook's on my fantasy team, but it's it's okay because I yell shit at him. Like he was drunk and saying that to his like the, that was his whole reason. He's like, yeah, I feel bad having him on my fantasy team while I'm a Bulls fan, but if I yell shit at him, it's cool. Bad. Like that's the level of intelligence Ooh. that is doing that kind of bullshit. God damn, it's so ridiculous. I don't. That's crazy. Yeah, I want to believe that that person doesn't exist, but it's like it's literally it's time you go exist. to a sports game. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of them exist. Yeah, so many of them. Yeah. It's almost like more the majority than the minority, like mm-hmm. minority. Yeah, like it's kind of nuts. Yeah. So it, I like I also get that thing too of like. Once that happens, once you see our test go into the stands, if you're when you're a member of the Pacers, you're like, all right, we're in the Detroit arena. They can all get down here. They're like they're drunk enough to throw something and like start fighting with Ron Artest. So potentially all of these people could like just turn on the twenty of us. Yeah, true. Yeah, there is uh, Larry Brown said exactly that basically, or not Larry Brown, Mike Brown. Mm-hmm. He was like. It may have looked bad, but there was literally, it was, in our eyes, you know, it was 20 of us versus thousands of them. Yeah. yeah. He's like, we were literally just trying to survive. And, like, I feel like I you see that quote a lot, like a variation of that quote, like, we are just trying to survive. Yeah. Like, over and over again. Well, I mean, even when it shows them, like, walking out of the tunnel, it wasn't like the Detroit fans were like, oh, my God, this is a tragedy. What's happening? They were throwing popcorn and beer yeah. on yeah. everyone. They might be throwing more liquid. shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They were pouring it out. It like, crazy. it was, I mean, it's crazy. You know how they were spitting and stuff, too. Like, it was just, oh, oh, dude. it was gross. Is that, and, then like, I don't know. Have any of you guys ever had a beer thrown on you before? Uh, yes. The concert was with, like, people in back of, like, flinging water and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a friend, yo, crazy. He went to Lollapalooza, and he saw this guy piss into a bottle. He looked around. He knew he couldn't. He had nowhere to throw it, so he just threw it back. Oh, my yeah, God. That shit is crazy. Like open? Yes. Like a glass bottle? No, no. Oh, all like right. A, uh, yeah, it was drinking water. Oh, I like, imagine oh. like a... I imagine no, like a beer bottle, but no. that's still disgusting. There's just like open, multiple just parts like of that story that are disgusting. Yeah, that's crazy. Jesus Christ. Oh, he just fucked up on drugs and enjoying it. Having a good time. He, he was <laughs> crazy and he was having Throw a great a time. piss on some people. <laughs> How do you like to have fun, you know? <laughs> Sorry. Just a little pee play? <laughs> yeah, it was fuck, It was crazy. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I saw a guy do a less artful version of that at a bar in my college town. It was there was like two floors, and one of them you could overlook the other. Uh-oh. And there was this drunk guy Uh-oh. just pissing on the <laughs> second floor. Like, <laughs> isn't, people. isn't that literally a scene from American Pie? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because I couldn't tell if he was drunk enough that he thought he should be doing it, or if he was like, hey guys, check this out. <laughs> Oh, but he had no yeah. remorse in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. Did not care. So what about it. when you got a drink thrown on you? Um, I was uh, drunk at a college party, and I had to sit down because I was like, whoa, I am way too drunk. And then some guy poured one on my head, and I just ran to a bathroom and threw up. Oh, God. Shit. Like yeah. your bo- your body just needed one more beer like around it? Yeah, I was just like, need, need I was like the room is spinning. I feel nauseous, but I think if I can just sit down for like two minutes, I can get through this. <laughs> and someone throws a beer on your head. Yeah. Damn. Oh, it was Perfect. brutal. It's a pretty disrespectful thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty fucking disrespectful thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's in th- there is like zero scenarios where that happens, and then you're like, oh, it's unreasonable that a fight happened afterwards. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. It didn't accomplish anything. I think you thought you would just throw a drink on someone and it would be funny. Yeah. Like yeah. he was also he was already like heated. But I guess even I don't know, as a drunk idiot, I wouldn't think the person was gonna come after me. <laughs> I thought I would be like I would throw it and be like, ah, and just like run back. <laughs> I would never do it, but like in this situation. You would yeah, you But like I that. wouldn't be like, he's not gonna come <laughs> to well, me. Like you, it's weird like when you go to any sporting event where you're really close because you're you are aware these people can get to you, but you're yeah. also in a part of your mind you're like yeah, it's like the guards at Buckingham Palace. You can fuck with them. Yeah, They're exactly. not going to come here. He's not going to do anything. Yeah. I've been <laughs> shouting at this guy for an hour. There's a little bit of that where it is like, I can say and do whatever I want with yeah, no yeah, consequences. Yeah. I paid $40. <laughs> That'd be the greatest excuse if they had like the guy at the um, press conference afterwards. Sir, I paid $7 for popcorn. <laughs> I'll do whatever I want yeah, with it. This is America's goddamn free. <laughs> I'll threaten Steven Jackson's life if I want to. Sure, he looks scary and like he could kill me. <laughs> and normally I would never say anything like this to him, but. <laughs> but that's also, like, sorry, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead please, please. No, no, no. Also, go ahead. I think it's weird that. Um, how he knew who it was because he was laying there. But when he goes into the audience, he still has to travel quite a yeah. little bit mm-hmm. and go through some people to get to this one specific person. So he grabbed the wrong guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. But he didn't like, he just grabbed him and he was like grabbing him and like shaking him. And he was just like, are you the one that did it? Yeah. Oh. Are you the one that he's no, like, no punches get thrown and he says, until Steven Jackson's And he up says, no, man, it wasn't me. And then the guy who threw it, what's that guy's name? John John Green. John Green. Oh, shit. He John Green's the guy who threw it, who was right next to him, well, who later gets identified actually by the like city like prosecutor or whatever because he's fucking neighbors with John Green. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Fun fact here, and this might this really uh, weighed in a lot to me on like who I thought was guilty. The drink that was thrown, everyone says it's a beer. It's not a beer. It's not a beer. There's ice. It's it's a soda. Yeah, it's a diet. Oh. It's a diet coke. So this guy is not fucked up drunk. Oh, he is a sober shit. asshole. Relatively sober. Yo, that's crazy. He's sober nope. enough to pay five dollars for a Pepsi. Yeah, because you can't get mixed drinks at a bar or at uh, a stadium. Nope. And you're never. No one has ever gone. Oh man, I've had three beers. Mm-hmm. Time to start drinking soda. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that yeah. is a disgust. That's like orange juice and brushing your teeth. That's yeah. so gross. That's crazy. So he's sober. Man. And and so, like, basically he's just, like, I guess we should back it up for a second of, like, Ron Artest is laying on the bench. Uh, and I, I said this earlier uh, to you guys. But my favorite thing that I read the whole time was a lot, because a lot of people say it's, like, his fault. It's Ron Artest's fault for laying down on the scorer's table. And like I feel like you see, like people keep being like well that's where the barrier goes away like to what we were talking about earlier where people are like fuck you like whatever I can say whatever I want and then you can't do anything mm-hmm. like a lot of people like blame him for like doing that but what I read was that uh, the reason why he did that was because his therapist told him that if he just feels like out of control and like feels too angry like an anger management he learned this. <laughs> To just lay down and like take a breath and relax, and he was like putting on the headphones. He was gonna like, oh yeah, he was talk putting to those on. Yeah, they cut the live mic. To, um, what's his name? I can't remember the guy's oh, name. It's killing me because the other guy's Jim name. Jim Gray? Is, huh? 
Is it Jim Gray? Because he talks to Jim Gray. I think for it's a Jim second. Gray. Yeah. Yeah. The other guy's name is Slick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, because Jim Gray said that he said to him that he said, "Stay down here." Why this is all going down? He goes, "Stay down here. I want to interview you after the game." Which, like, <laughs> come on, that's Stop, not what you say to him right yeah. then and there. Like, get him out. But they don't. No, I like it. He's a career-focused guy. <laughs> yeah, this is whenever it, it could be over with, because like Artest has like removed himself. Yeah, and Ben Wallace keeps coming at him, mm-hmm. and then Ben Wallace flings like his headband or some shit at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he took off one of the headbands he had on his arm and flipped it at him, and then the fan throws the diet coke at him. Yeah, and then that's whenever things. That's when it all goes to absolute shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah, Ben Wallace's brother is apparently trying to punch Pacers. <laughs> yeah. Steven Jackson is in the stands. He goes up with him. And it, it's so fun to watch him hop the scorer's table because he does it in a way that, like, he lands on his ass. Mm-hmm. Did you just notice yeah. that? Because he's, like, in such a hurry. Yeah, he doesn't he, like... entirely clear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Well, it's <laughs> honestly, it is one of the great displays of, like, you know, there was, like, that show Pros vs. Joes. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a better version of Pros vs. Joes, yeah. and it is watching <laughs> Steven Jackson and Ron Artest beat up regular people the yeah. way that we're like, when you have that question, like, all right, would you rather fight like one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? And you imagine like, I'd be kicking all the little horses and stuff. Yeah. And that is what Steven Jackson and Ron Artest yeah. are doing to regular people. It's yeah. crazy. And like, so he gets like so the dude that threw the drink at him throw puts him in a headlock and is like literally punching him and then another guy throws a beer in Steven Jackson's face. Yeah. Like yeah. it's fucking it, crazy. It's insane. It's gross. And also like when the when the pistons are in the crowd in the in the the crowd, they're just trying to get the paces out. Because it, yeah. it, it became well, like a, like this isn't about us yeah. fighting. It's just like we need to get the players out safely. At least that's what Rashid Wallace was saying. He was Dude, like, I Rashid, just wanted to make how sure. great was Rashid Wallace? He was like, I just wanted to make sure everybody was out of the out of the stands. During that whole thing, anytime you see Rashid cool Wallace, he's like holding someone back, mm-hmm. getting between people. He didn't he, lose his cool at all. No. he. That was one of those things where I'm like, we should be able to wipe clean every technical or whatever he this should guy get has had. Half the money back that he got yeah. from because that is such a better fouls. test of your character than like, you know, are you making an eyebrow raise at a ref? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which was what half of his texts were, anyways. By the yeah. end of it, because they were just like, well, we decided we don't like this guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was unbelievable during that. Reggie Miller was actually doing pretty well, yeah. considering like he's in street clothes and he's like a tiny guy. And he was and hurt. He was hurt, yeah. Yeah, yeah. his finger fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My favorite one, though, is uh, Lindsey Hunter had like the oh, worst God. tough guy quote <laughs> ever. What was that quote? Where he's like, uh, yeah, I, I box a lot. So like <laughs> when I saw all this, I like I was not I, I was in my element. Yeah, he's <laughs> like I boxed like nine or ten years. So I was like, you know, like those boxing matches where there's twenty people on all sides of you just punching. Yeah. God. You've been in those boxing matches, right? I hate that shit so much. You're that is one of the few moments like you're allowed to be like. Yeah, I'm. I'm still a tough man, but I was scared because it was a melee. Yeah, I didn't know what was happening. Twenty-two thousand people. Yeah. Yeah, I was terrified. All they all want to kill. Like, nah, man, I'm at my most comfortable in the middle of a riot in an enclosed space yeah. where the only way you can get out is to go through the tunnels. Mm-hmm. 
and go through, go right by the same fans. And I think I don't know if we mentioned this already, but like security for this place, literally three police officers in the whole building. Yeah, three police officers. If you get pulled over, like without a turn signal and you've had three beers, like they will call three cops to be there. Mm. Like yeah. immediate. And there's twenty two thousand people and there's three cops for all this. Yeah. And they said like the cops were like sixty. 55 that like yeah. older cops yeah because reggie um reggie miller said when they were taking oh yeah this our test and this that one old cop came and tried to pepper spray him in the face Amazing. and he put his hand up and he was like you can't do this like he's yeah. we got him he's fine like the image it would set would be so much worse yeah. oh my that god would be, like it, it would already like the fans would have descended on the yeah, floor for yeah sure because it would because then he would have gone to the floor, mm-hmm. and it also shows like, hey, authority said it's okay to fuck these guys up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, like, let's fuck these guys up. Yeah. Also, like, he might have gone to the floor, but Ron Artes is a tough dude. I could see him just like blindly just, swinging at people. Yeah. 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 Meta world peace. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the panda. <laughs> yeah. Does he has he talked about it? He said he wouldn't talk about it. Right. He doesn't really talk about it anymore. He did an interview or two, like the season after. There's there, <laughs> there is an interview with him where he's like he, he recounts and he's like, you know, I was like laying there and someone threw a beer at me and like, we well, you know not to do that. I mean, honestly, I think I should get a pass on this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the most Ron Artest shit. Crazy. Yeah. Just a wildly Ron Artest quote. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like. So then it goes on, and there's like, so what happens next? Is there? It's is, the, the is it when they get Artes back? Because they were like Artes is like in the stands only for like forty seconds or something like that. Yeah, they mm-hmm. get him out, and then you just see. I mean, it's mostly like the announcers just voicing how disgusted they are. Yeah, yeah. Like this is the worst night in NBA history, and then you're just seeing them card off the other players like Jermaine O'Neal and all the other ones in there. Yeah. People are just hurling shit at him. Oh, dude. Like, he also does that. It's not cool, but, like, the slide punch where he slides yeah. and punches. That guy is pretty Yo. fucking uh, pretty That tight. guy deserved it, though. Here's yeah. My Fuck favorite thing about the slide punch is if that happened today, tomorrow Instagram would have 100,000 memes where they showed that and the Captain Falcon Falcon punch over oh, top of sure. it. Absolutely. Yep. It was I, would, yep. I would be sitting at Pro Tools right now being like, I'm going to crack the case on this meme. <laughs> yeah. Might as well do it now. Mm-hmm. Just do it now. <laughs> yeah, why not? Maybe it'll be uh, trending again. <laughs> uh, yeah, because so the guy he punched, what's what's that guy's name? Um. Uh, oh shit, I can't remember the the yeah. well the guy he punched. I mean, it was the most brutal looking thing. Yeah. But uh, he would have killed him. Cheap. Yeah. Cheap. He would have killed him if he didn't slip. Yeah. <laughs> There's a second where I swear that guy is completely off the ground. Yeah. yeah. Well, Artest punches one of those guys. He punches another guy on the on the ground because mm-hmm. they just go up to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the fans are just, yeah, just going like, up what to are players. You thinking, like, are you fucking lunatic? Yeah, I would yell shit from the comfort of my seat. I guess what well, it doesn't yeah. matter because they're in the stands. <laughs> yeah. So I guess there's no comfort. But yeah, I would just leave. That's <laughs> it, insane. It is amazing. I would not yell shit at like these huge ass people. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that that happens and there isn't like an embarrassing video of one guy being like, "Please God, don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll suck all your dicks." <laughs> oh no. 
<laughs> like, there's not one coward that that was in there. Smartphones weren't here yet. Yeah, that's true. Why? We needed <laughs> smartphones. <laughs> it's probably. There was definitely somebody doing it. We just didn't catch it. <laughs> sure. There was for sure somebody doing it. Uh, what a, so, you know, Michael Keefe, right? Yeah. So he said that, cause he's from Detroit and he said that like one of his friends went to the game and their dad was so scared that they were just like running them out. Yeah. yeah that's they, probably what most people were trying to do. Just leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't know what's going to happen. Cause you would think that no one would run into the stand. So once you see it, the escalation, it could be anything. Someone could get shot. Like you have no idea. Yeah. I mean, someone could, I mean, cause at this point are, are you even getting like a metal detector or anything? Whenever you go I think through? so. Like after nine 11, everything got kind of, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. So I think there was a lot of security, but there was also, that was, I remember, uh, af- like before and after that happened, like before you could get tickets to a game and it was kind of like baseball where they're like, Oh, I see some empty seats down there. I can get down there. And now they do not fuck yeah. with that in the NBA. Nope. Yeah. 